Okay, so everyone's been talking about this GameStop stock market controversy. And of course, it's easy to get caught up in the story itself. And it is one hell of a story. The little guys taking on the big wigs, the big hedge funds. But here's the thing. We all know how this movie ends. We, we've we seen this before in um, 2008. No, well, it wasn't quite like this, but we all know that they're too big to fail, right? That's always going to be the storyline. However, it is great theater. This is coming from the Daily Wire. Um, AOC, Don Jr., Ted Cruz, all rep Robin Hood for halting GameStop trading. Unacceptable. Uh, says, the GameStop short bet controversy has sent America into a bizarro world where um, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Senator Ted Cruz, and Don Donald Trump Jr. all agree on something. Now, you know that, yeah, it's really bizarre world when those three agree on something. It says, on Thursday after the stock market app, Robinhood halted all trading on GameStop. The Socialist Congresswoman, the con conservative senator, and the son of the former president, um, Trump, all unanimously derided the move. And this is a quote, says, uh, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more. This is from AOC, by the way. This is her Twitter. Says, quote, this is unacceptable. We now need to know more about at Robinhood's apps. Uh, decision to block retail investors from purchasing stock while hedge funds are freely able to trade the stock as they see fit. As a member of the financial services committee, I support a hearing if necessary. AOC tweeted. Uh, that sounds good. And I do. I'm not a fan of AOC. At all. She is. Someone that I. I'll just say I critique her <laughs> constantly, you know, consistently, I should say, often. But I agree with what she's saying. And what she's saying sounds perfectly, uh, it's correct. She's correct. But what is this going to lead to? We know how this movie ends. We've seen this movie before. They roll out these politicians and they talk big and they're going to do this and they're going to look into that. And she's talking about having a hearing if necessary. But what's going to come of it? A hearing? Okay. And then what? Then what? And I hate to be that guy, right? I hate to be that guy. Because I know people will listen to this and they will take what I'm saying the wrong way and they'll say oh you're supporting the the the, head, the big hedge funds you're, you're supporting the 
the ruling class. No, I'm not. I'm just stating the obvious here. This is theater. This is theater. And who's to say that they did not set this up? When I, when I say they, I mean the big wigs. The big wigs, the big money people who rule the world. Who's to say they didn't set this up and stage this to be a part of their great reset? You know, they've been throwing that around a lot lately. The great reset. Who's to say that this isn't on purpose? That they could crash the market and say, oh, excuse me, I hit the mic. That they can crash the market and then say that these Reddit users are responsible. You know, it, it, it just, it sounds like something out of a movie. Who's to say, we don't know who these, and again, I'm not accusing these people of anything. I'm not saying that they have been compromised or this, you know, I'm not saying that, but we don't know who these people are that started it. I'm talking about the Reddit users. We don't know. And in today's world, you can't trust anybody or anything. Now, it's a great story. Again, it's great. It's good to see them putting these uh, hedge funds, these, these big big wigs, like I, I like to call them, in a very, um, in, in a position where they are left sweating and scrambling. And, you know, it's, it's the little guys fighting the big machine, the, the big corporations, okay, and and the billionaire ruling class, okay, good. But at the same time, we know that even if, let's say even if they were able to um, destroy, <laughs> even if they were able to uh, really really mess up the, the system a little bit. Let's say they were able to literally occupy Wall Street this time around. You know what the government is going to do. They're going to come, they're going to swoop in and say they're too big to fail. And they're going to bail them out as they always do. We know this already. But I'm more inclined to think that there's something else going on here. They have been telling us um, really for the past year that there's going to be a great reset. What reset were they talking about? What were they talking about? We may be getting our answer very shortly here. Um. I'm going to go back to the article here. It says, again, it's from the Daily Wire. And this is AOC again. Um, she writes here, and, and quote, inquiries into freezes should not be limited solely to Robin Hood. This is a serious matter. Committee investigators should examine any retail services freezing stock purchases in the course of of potential investigations, especially those allowing sales of freezing purchases, she added. Great. Everything she say, I concur. I'm with it. 
what's going to come of it? What's going to come of it all? They are showing you in real time that they have the power. They are flexing their muscle right in front of us. Meanwhile, this is giving Biden cover because he just pissed off a lot of union workers with his um, cancellation of the Keystone um, pipeline. And so you got that going on. Then he's just signing executive order after executive order. He's just ramming executive orders through. And while we're looking at this story, which could be a great distraction as they manipulate and um, uh, as they implement their great reset, um, Biden is kind of like going unchecked and bad enough that mainstream media will not even critique Biden in the slightest bit. Not just Biden, but the you know, in Democrats in general. Um he's he's got cover for the moment, you know. And who who knows what this dude is gonna push through. I mean, we, we have an idea. We we have an idea. But um then Ted Cruz after AOC tweeted this, Ted Cruz retweeted AOC's status. And said he fully agrees. And again, I just feel like they put these politicians up there to talk the big talk and say these um, wonderful things that we love to hear. And they're going to have this hearing and they're going to look into this and. They represent the people, and this isn't right. But whatever comes of it, the system remains intact. The little guy remains at the bottom, and the big corporations, the the, the big wigs, are going to stay in their place. They just they, they'll just find a way. To do what they always do. And that's to push. The little guy down. The empire always strikes back. You best believe that. Okay right quick. Um, Seems that. Again, what I've been saying since the pandemic first broke out is becoming more and more evident. Uh, this is coming from the federal, Federalist.com. It says, red state governors lead COVID recovery after blue state tyrants tank the economy. Okay. Um, so basically what's happened Red states are better off as far as employment is concerned. And I've been saying this over and over and over again. People are leaving these blue states, um, especially the big ones, New York, California. It's been a mass exodus uh, and people are just heading 
towards red states such as Florida and Texas. I say this all the time. I talk about this all the time. And this is the smoking gun. This is the... Uh, this right here should be a signal to leftists that their policies are not working and it's not good for the country. You have to ask yourself, why are people fleeing these democratic states? If your policies are so good, and this is the thing that pisses me off, you see these people leave California and head towards Texas, right? But they want to hold on to their to their um, liberal ideologies. So now you're going to go to Texas and, and try to turn Texas into California. You're going to leave New York and try to turn Florida into New York. Why don't you just admit that, it, that that these liberal ideologies do not work and that you screwed up, the liberals screwed up with these lockdowns, but they refuse to do it. They refuse to do it. If, if you are so hell-bent on blaming Trump and the Republicans for the pandemic, and you felt it was so necessary to just lock down the whole damn country, then why are you leaving? Why are you why are you leaving your blue states? Why are you leaving your democratic states to go to Republican states? Why? That makes no sense. If your party, if the party that you support is so right and correct, then why don't you stay there? Why don't you stay in the in, in your blue states? You're going to go to the red states and try to mess them up too and vote in Democrats who are going to bring in harsh uh, restrictions and make, and make those states just as bad as the states that you left? Stay where you came from. Don't, don't leave. You wanted that mess, you stay in that mess. Anyway, get into the article. Again, this is coming from thefederalist.com. Red State Governors League COVID recovery after blue state tyrants tanked the economy. States helmed um, by Republican governors are leading the nation's recovery from the lockdown-driven recession that is strongest in blue states led by Democrats who opposed the strictest pandemic, uh, excuse me, imposed, imposed the strictest pandemic restrictions that suffocated small businesses and eroded jobs. And they don't want to talk about this. They don't want to talk about it. They, they, they want to push this narrative that if Trump had just been, uh, you know, more demanding and, 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 and locked down everything so no one could go anywhere, that would have stopped the pandemic. No, it would not have. No, it would not have. But yet they want their, their small businesses and their jobs back. But you can't have both. You can't have both. And that's what they don't understand. You cannot lock the country down, completely lock the country down, and then at the same time want to keep your, your small businesses and 
your um, your jobs. You you can't do it that way. You can't have the country only um, available to people that are essential workers, and at the same time hold on to small businesses. It doesn't work like it doesn't work like that. Um, but trying trying to tell them that is like you know, forget about it. But anyway, um, it says the the two charts below, this is an article telling you that they have charts on this article here. The two charts below from this conservative committee to unleash prosperity um, illustrate state unemployment rates color-coded by party control. The correlation is clear. States dominated by Republicans led with the lowest unemployment rates while states governed by Democrats suffered the most. And um, the chart, you know, gives you um, the unemployment rates for the for each state in color-coded red and blue. And you can see, you know, if you, if you see the chart, if you go to the article and see the chart, Democratic states are being decimated, man. It, they... Why would anyone push for this? It's beyond me. You know, their hate for Trump clouded their judgment so bad that they that they brought this on themselves. And my thing is, if that's what you wanted, then that's what you get and that's what you deserve. Now stay where you were. Don't move. Don't move. You know, stay where you are. Stay where you are. Um, let me let me go back up to the article. It says, in the second graph, it seems that Republican trifecta states had better outcomes than all the other electoral combinations. While some Republican governors have been noted for their extraordinary leadership and allowing their citizens to keep working and going to school in the face of a disease that is most dangerous the very elderly, others have dictated crushing pandemic policies little different from their blue state counterparts. Says here, um, California, ruled by by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom, the man who, who won't let nobody breathe. Okay, you're not allowed to walk and breathe in California. I'm saying that that's not in the article, by the way. It says, anyway, California ruled by Democratic Governor Gavin Newsom, who locked his state down into oblivion while blowing off his own rules, Yep, has run the West Coast paradise into 9% unemployment, the third highest in the country. Meanwhile... California's kingmakers are fleeing in droves for red states that foster friendlier businesses, climates such as Arizona, Texas, and Florida. What did I just tell you? What did I just say? What did I just say? If your policies are working, why are people leaving? If your statewide policies are working, why are people leaving? Why is Andrew Cuomo, the governor of New York, why was he last year 
during the pandemic begging people, millionaires, by the way, he was begging millionaires to stay in New York because they were fleeing like crazy. Why are you, he was calling them up saying, hey, let's have steak, you know, let's have, let's meet up for a steak dinner. Let's talk about this. You don't have to leave. But he he pushed some of the harsh, most harsh and some of the strictest um, pandemic uh, mandates in the country. If not the most, him him and Gavin Newsom. But if it was working, why are people leaving? They don't want to address this. They want to talk about the capital insurgency. They want to talk about that all day long. All day long. That's what they want to talk about. Um, going back to the article, it says, New York, on the other hand, is not far ahead of California's unemployment rate. The emperor, Andrew Cuomo, has run the state to 8.2% percent unemployment thanks to Cuomo together with Democratic New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio residents are fleeing just as they did in California taking many jobs and taxpayer dollars with them oh oh okay Uh uh-huh you see there's more to this article um and they compare um you know, Florida to to New York, and they're basically um, saying the same thing that I'm that I'm already telling you. Um, but go check that article out at thefederalist.com and look at the graph there, and you'll see what I mean. You know, I, you you just can't fix this kind of stupid. You cannot fix this kind of stupid. And the only thing that bothers me, I'm going to say this in closing, the only thing that bothers me is that these liberals are so damn arrogant that even when, even even in the face of being forced, of, excuse me, being forced to leave their liberal Democratic-ran states to go to Republican states, they are still pushing the democratic, liberal ideology. Don't bring it to Republican states. That's all. You want to live in that type of environment, stay in that type of environment. Don't criticize Republicans and then move to a Republican state because you can't take what you voted for. You 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 want to... You, you want to vote for certain policies, and then when they're pushed, you want to leave. Why are you leaving? This is what you wanted, right? But anyway, anyway, I can go on all day. Makes no sense to me. So YouTube has been caught um, censoring 
in a different way this time around. We all know how YouTube plays their little games uh, in their left bias, their leftist biasness. But this time they got caught um, red-handed and certain social media, uh, I guess you can say certain people on social media have been circulating this screenshot of YouTube literally changing uh, Biden's uh, press briefing likes to dislike ratio. And it was at 10,000 dislikes. And let me uh, make sure I look at this thing right. But it was at 10,000 dislikes. And they switched it. They flipped it. Let me see. The ratio was 10,000 dislikes to close to 2,000 likes. 10,000 dislikes with close to 2,000 likes. And they flipped it. That was on... um. January the 20th, by the way. And um, that was a press briefing by his, uh, was the press secretary, uh, Jen, I don't even know how to say her name. But anyway, um, it was at the White House uh, YouTube channel. So they flipped it from 10,000 dislikes to, you know, 10,000 dislikes and close to 2,000 likes at, what was it, uh, 3, 11 p.m. And by 7.30 p.m., it was only 3,000 dislikes <laughs> and um, about 2,500 likes. So even though they flipped it, it's still more uh, dislikes uh, than likes. So I, I just thought that that was um, pretty funny and telling to see how desperate these people really are. And it's amazing to me, man, uh, just how gullible and stupid a lot of people are that they can't see what's going on and how big tech is trying so hard to cover not only for Biden but to protect the establishment now, we've seen what happened with the GameStop situation. <laughs> and, you know, it, it, it's nothing. This is what happens time and time again. Anytime the small guy, the little guy, the nobodies try to pull ahead 
you best believe the establishment will strike back. And they're not even hiding it anymore. They used to do a better job of at least pretending uh, like they were trying to make things somewhat fair. But we all, I mean, we all, come on. Anyone with the brain knows better. But getting back to what YouTube did, this is what I've been saying for quite some time, and I've caught a lot of flack behind it. And people have accused me of being a, I don't know, an ultra-conservative, which I'm not. I'm independent. And the irony is, is that I started off as an independent that leaned left. But the left has, has become so, um, I don't know, they, they've become... They've become everything that the so-called conspiracy theorists have claimed them to be. They have proven all of the right-wing conspiracy theorists right. They, they, they have vindicated and validated everything that these the so-called I say again, so-called right-wing conspiracy theorists have been saying they've validated them. I'm talking about the left has. All they have done, all I have seen over the past four years, especially since the CV-19 has hit, Right, ever since the pandemic has hit, is leftists pushing straight up communism into America to the point where I could not deny it anymore. Because I used to always hear these uh, conservatives saying. These leftists are communists. You know, the, the, the Democratic Party has been taken over by communists. And I used to, I used to scoff at that. But trust me, I now see very clearly censorship is very important in communism. Is one of the most important things in communism. You cannot have communism without censorship. And what does China, the ultra-communist uh, party, the, the, the ultra-communist uh, state or government or nation, China specializes in censorship. You are not allowed to, to have any kind of uh, free thinking in China, especially on so, what, what social media they do have over there. And they're doing the same thing here. So all you've been hearing since January 6th is the capital. 
the insurrection or the surgeon the 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 terrorist activity at the Capitol with which flat out is one of the most ridiculous things they have been using this capital incident this incident at the capital as a way to just purge social media they they accused uh Trump of starting this uh insurrection and it has come out that Antifa Antifa members have been dressing up as Trump supporters and you see the videos of Capitol Police letting these people in but of course your favorite uh mainstream media news channels such as CNN and and whatever, MSNBC, ABC, CBS, they just pretend like that doesn't exist. But that was just the setup from the beginning. I I knew when when, uh, Trump announced that he was going to have that um, that rally to stop the steal, I already knew what was going to happen. I knew it was going to be a big mess. I knew it was a setup. I knew it was going to be a big mess. And they have been using that to double down on censorship. The funny thing is, well, it's not funny, but all they've been doing is saying anyone that that doesn't like the Biden administration on social media caused the capital insurrection. You cause this. You you are a terrorist. However, BLM, Antifa, and ultra leftists have been able to just go on social media, say all kinds of negative things about Republicans, conservatives, um, so-called, uh, I guess you can say patriots, anybody else, even America in general. They say whatever they want to say. They can, they can openly talk about uh, doing things in a violent manner to uh, Republicans and they don't get censored. They don't get banned. Nothing. So this is just going to continue and um, this is going to happen um this is going to continue to happen, and you can look at this in a number of ways. You can look at this as a horrible thing because of censorship and them trying to suppress the opinions, the true opinions of the majority of the people in this country or you can look at this on the other hand the flip side is that this shows this shows how desperate they are it's a sign of desperation 
okay? And the beautiful thing is, is that a lot of people know. There's still a lot of people that don't know what's going on and still stuck in stupid land. But it does show a sign of desperation by the elites. They are desperate. They are getting desperate, just like with, with GameStop. You know, and so you just got to keep pushing forward. Um, but I, I just thought it was funny as hell to see how YouTube literally, literally just in real time, they changed the likes to dislike ratio. Okay, so this is um, pretty creepy. Uh, the Blaze Media, Blaze.com, put up an article um, titled, The Largest Biotech Company in the World Offered to Run CV-19 Testing Sites, but U.S. Intelligence said it was a Chinese plot to collect DNA. Uh, says the warning from U.S. intelligence prevented the sites from being implemented. Okay, and um, again, this is coming from Blaze Media, Media the Blaze.com. It says an offer from the largest biotech company in the world to build and run the CV, CV-19 testing sites in the United States was actually a Chinese scam um, scheme to collect Americans' DNA, according to U.S. intelligence officials. Okay? And it says, The covert effort was thwarted thanks to a rare public warning issued by Bill Avena. Avena? I think that's how you say his name. Uh, but he's the country's top counterintelligence officer at the time. He was, he was, at the time, foreign powers, quote, foreign powers can collect, store, and exploit biometric information from COVID tests, um, read the statement issued by Avena, Avenina, I, I guess that's how you say his name, but anyway, it says, a CBS News report said that the BGI group made the offer to Washington State, California, New York, and at least two other states. The offer was made as soon as the first major CV-19 outbreak appeared in the United States. Says Avena, a veteran of the CIA and FBI, told CBS News that he believed that uh, the Chinese government was engaged in concerted in a concerted effort to collect DNA in order to gain an edge on medical advancements. Uh, this shows the, the nefarious mindset of the Communist Party of China to take advantage of a worldwide crisis like COVID. That's what he said. Um, and I just wanna <clears throat> I just wanna put this out there. The thing is with 
the Chinese Communist Party and just the communist regime in general. They are they are obsessed with genetics, DNA, and for whatever reason, um, we already know about, or you should know, about the super soldiers that they've created. And it's, it's, it's something, like it says, nefarious going on here. The fact that they even attempted this to collect Americans' DNA should worry people. But, of course, you know, most people won't even dive into that or even look into that. Um, let me, um, let me go on. It says, Vanna said that he believes Chinese companies were investing in U.S. biotech companies as part of an effort to collect American DNA. He said that some people may be submitting their DNA for analysts, um, to, uh, to genealogical companies that partner with Chinese companies too. It says the military has already sent a warning to service members against using direct to consumer um, genealogy companies over similar concerns. These genetic tests are largely unregulated and could expose personal and genetic information. Read the warning. It says um, outside parties that are exploiting the use of genetic data. Um, so look at what they're trying to do. Look at what look at what they're doing. Getting information about Americans' genetics. What that can do is, how do I say this? It could further advance their cause in biotech as as far as bio warfare. It could it could definitely give them a an advantage. It's a scary thought, but. Who knows? Who knows what they could be putting in the food? You know? Um, who knows, man? You know, all, we, all you have to do is just look at the pandemic itself. Look at where it came from. You know? Just look at where it came from and know that having that kind of information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party is something that's very, very dangerous. And that's something to keep your eyes on, especially now that Biden is in the White House. It's definitely something to keep your eyes on because um, we we know about Biden's connection to China, and he's nothing but a a um a compromised president working on the behalf of the Chinese Communist Party. So it's just something, you know, I wanted to talk about real quick. Just keep your eyes on that. 